0: Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the San Francisco Giants edition of the For the Fans by the Fans podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of all things San Francisco Giants baseball from the fans perspective. I'm a lifelong Giants fan and your host, Benjamin Shapiro. As the Giants sit at one game over 500 in third place in the NL West and two games behind in the wildcard race, we welcome a very special guest to the pod. Itzau Ku is a business development manager in global productivity systems at the Intel Corporation, and while he currently lives in Portland, Oregon, Itzau is both a diehard Colorado Rockies fan and a minority owner of the Fresno Grizzlies, a minor league baseball team in the Astros farm system. Because we have a lot to ask Itzau, we're going to try something new and make this our first two-part episode of the FTF-BTF podcast. But before Itzau tells us about life as an owner of a professional baseball team, I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you on behalf of our friends at Fanatics. Fanatics is the global leader in licensed sports merchandise. They have the world's largest collection of official sports apparel from the leagues, teams, and players you love. So if you're a part owner of the Fresno Grizzlies, who are also known as the Fresno Tacos, you can buy your tacos hat by going to ftfbtf.com slash fanatics, or by clicking the link in this podcast show notes, and our friends at Fanatics will kick us a couple of bucks to help you pay for the production of this show. Itzau, welcome to the For the Fans, By the Fans podcast. Thanks for having me.
1: I'm happy to talk baseball.
0: It's great to have you here. I want to ask you all sorts of things about how you became a minority owner of a baseball team, about the Rockies, about the Giants. But before we get started with that, we're going to start off with a quick pop quiz. When was the last time you took a quiz?
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh, it's probably been 20 years.
0: Well, I want to tell you that we're looking for 100% participation for this quiz. So I'm going to start firing off some questions for you. First, who wore it better, Charlie Blackman or Brian Wilson?
1: I gotta go with Blackman. I know Wilson's got that huge beard, but I mean, Blackman, he's got the mullet to go with it. So if you cut his beard off, if you shaved it, Charlie looks like a baby. But with the beard, it's just so manly.
0: Brian Wilson came out and threw the first pitch of the San Francisco Giants season this year. And I have to say, without the beard, he looked about 15 years younger and older at
1: the same time. <laughs> you know, I'm jealous because I cannot grow a beard. I don't get anything on the side. So I'm very envious of what they can grow. They're the ZZ top look.
0: <laughs> I like it too. Let me ask you, who is on the Mount Rushmore of Colorado Rockies players?
1: I think uh, top of the list probably is Todd Helton. He was kind of grown in his farm system, was a staple at first base, awesome defense. He could do it all. He's up there. Uh, you got to throw in Larry Walker, our only MVP winner. And I'd say probably guys on this team currently, like Nolan Arenado. He's got five gold gloves to start his career off. He makes difficult plays look so easy. It's a pleasure to watch Nolan and then Charlie Blackman. I mean, those guys, those four are probably the Mount Rushmore.
0: Next follow-up question is, who is your favorite Rocky of all time?
1: I love Dante Bichette. The reason why I love him is he was an awesome hitter. He came through in the clutch a lot of times. One of my favorite memories is when they opened Coors Field. It was a 13 inning extra inning game, and he had the walk-off hit to win the game. And he was always an adventure in the outfield. He wasn't known for his defense, so occasionally he'd have the error, but he'd always make up for it with the bat. Can you
0: name the player that played for both the Giants and the Rockies who hit the longest home run in AT&T Park history?
1: Jeez. Is that Ellis Burks?
0: It is not. It is Andres Galarraga.
1: Galarraga played for the Giants?
0: Galaraga played for the Giants for a heartbeat, and he hit a ball that was probably 475 feet on the way to the baseball glove, which is 501 feet away from home plate. So he was the closest to ever hit the glove and hit the longest home run in AT&T Park history.
1: El Gato Grande, the big cat, yeah, yeah. Because I remember him going to the Braves after the Rockies, and he had a few good years there, but okay, I learned something new.
0: It was definitely later on in his career. How long did the farthest home run ever hit at Coors Field Travel, and who hit it?
1: In a game, or uh, because they had the home run derby there? In a game. I think McGuire almost knocked it out. Was it Mark McGuire?
0: It is. Mike Piazza. Okay. And the story behind this home run is that it was deemed a 496-foot home run as it was hit by the scoreboard operator in Colorado. And then after the game, ESPN upgraded the home run to 515 feet, and other sites have it as far as 540 feet. So that's not just a bomb. That's a nuclear bomb.
1: Yeah, You know, some of those projections, you look at those and you're like, no way is it that long or that's not far enough. I always find it interesting how they calculate the launch angles and everything now. But back in the day, people, I think, were just guessing. Yep. I think that's 500.
0: (laughs) I think that there was a little like, we don't want to say we gave up a 500 foot home run. So let's just call that one 496. Yeah, Exactly. So as a part owner of the Fresno Grizzlies, do you have access to the t-shirt gun?
1: <laughs> no, I do not have access, and nor would I want that. Knowing my luck, there's probably some liability issue with me holding that and injuring a fan, and I wouldn't want that responsibility. I leave that up to the professionals.
0: Is Troy Tulowitzki a Hall of Famer?
1: I'd probably say no, just because of the amount of injuries that guy had. I mentioned Dante Bichette as one of my favorites, but Tulo was right up there. For his size at that shortstop position, he was a gigantic shortstop. And gosh, he could do it all except for, you know, injury bug every single time. Um, mm-hmm. A crazy story to tell you. My firstborn Ben, then, I argued with my wife about naming my unborn child Tulo. <laughs> I wanted a Tulo coup. And, uh, I didn't win, but I put that on the table.
0: For what it's worth, we went down the list of 1980s baseball players, and I went through Will, Clark, Matt, Williams, Robbie, Thompson, you name it. Those were all on the lists for us when our first son was born, and they were systematically rejected by my wife.
1: <laughs> well, the funny part was we were told we were having a boy, so I was like, okay, too low coup, and then we ended up having a girl. <laughs> so it was quite the shock.
0: Is her name Tula?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, her name's CeCe, but not named after CeCe Sabathia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good.
1: Named after my wife's grandma, but yeah, Tula, I was seriously contemplating having that as the name.
0: How about total wins for the Rockies this year? 91. Very optimistic. Total wins for the Giants this year? I'd say they'll be right at 100, so. 82 wins. 82, yeah. So I'm calculating up your scores for the For the Fans by the Fans podcast. And you get, uh, let's see, omissions of Troy Tulowitzki on the Mount Rushmore of Colorado Rockies. I think that Andres Galarraga could have been up there as well. I, yep. You didn't get the longest home run, but that's a tough one. And you don't have access to the t-shirt gun. That's <laughs> three out of 10 that we missed. Uh, I think we're giving you a solid C. So okay. passing grade, there's always room for improvement.
1: Hey, you know what? C's get degrees. so
0: (laughs) C's do get degrees. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit more about baseball. Tell me, first off, how did you become a part owner of the Fresno Grizzlies minor league baseball team?
1: Yeah, so we just took ownership this past February and a very small portion of a large group that's part of the ownership group. And basically, my best friend that I've known since first grade, him and his dad, who also own a different minor league team, a single A team. They were bidding on the team and they asked if I wanted to be involved. And I'm such a fan of baseball and I love it. And I just thought it was a great opportunity. So I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I'd love to invest in a baseball team. And she was like, what? And she wasn't on board initially, but I kind of talked her into it a little bit. So that's how it started. It was just kind of a group of my friends that wanted to get involved and buy this team.
0: So... I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the Fresno Grizzlies, and they were a Giants team, part of the Giants farm system, from 1998 to 2014, and now they are affiliated with the Houston
1: Astros. Correct. So actually, we have the World Series Giants tickets from all three of the World Series like hanging in one of the suites there, Chitkansky Park in Fresno. I took a picture of it, so maybe I'll send that over to you.
0: (laughs) Nice. So the Fresno Grizzlies used to be a Giants team, and now they're owned by the Houston Astros. How does it work where minor league teams are traded back and forth?
1: So it's kind of the decision of the major league club where they want to have their teams. We kind of sign agreements, and our agreement with Houston will end next season. So we'll have discussions or they'll kind of decide whether they want to remain in Fresno or move their affiliate somewhere else kind of one of those things that's our enhancements of the Major League Club. But there's always kind of a guarantee that you will get a club because there's 30 MLB teams and then there's 30 AAA teams. So it's kind of a shuffling around of teams. So it's not likely to be left out in the cold. So the Houston
0: Astros, the ninth rated minor league farm system according to SB Nation. Very official stats. But you you have some good players on the team this year. Tell me Hey, what's your level of involvement with the team, and, and how do you feel about the, uh, the Fresno Grizzlies this year?
1: So it's minor league baseball. It's very interesting because we don't hold any of the contracts with the players. It's all at the major league level. What we do is we do the concessions, we do the marketing, the merchandise, everything around the team. But anything involved with the players, those decisions are done at the major league level. But, yeah, we have a great team. They're currently in first place in their division. They have four guys that I think this Saturday are getting their World Series ring because they were on the team last year. Both guys were significant contributors. Um, Tony Kemp, he's been doing awesome. He's our second base, but he played outfield last year. Speedster, Kim Bat, played great defense. A.J. Reed, Tyler White. So, yeah, Astros had those down years for so many years that their draft picks have done a good job drafting, and, yeah, their system's pretty strong. So that benefits us as, as the Fresno Grizzlies, and I like the team, and we love being in Fresno. So it's awesome.
0: So... What's the rationale for the group that goes into buying a team? Are their aspirations to eventually own a major league team and they're investing in the minor leagues to get experience or?
1: No, not necessarily. For us, it's just to build the brand of the current Fresno Grizzlies team and to just overall make a great family experience for people that come out and want to watch baseball. It's not a trial, I guess, to move into a major league game. One problem is we couldn't afford it. <laughs> it's a different experience. I think mean, baseball, you, it's certainly a different experience than the majors right Less different topics and different things that you have to deal with. We don't necessarily have any control over the players, like who comes to Fresno, who doesn't. Especially like on rehab assignments, that's not any decision that we have. We don't have any say in that. So for us, it's just operating the business and making sure we're running it well. One of my favorite things
0: about minor league baseball is that some of the marketing strategies and branding is a little tongue-in-cheek. For example, our mutual friend Adam told us about the time that he went to the Modesto Nuts game when they were playing the Vasalia Rawhides. Have you ever thought about renaming the Fresno Grizzlies to be the Fresno Truckers? I don't know. What else happens in Fresno? <laughs>
1: So we do have an alternative uniform. So on Tuesdays, we are the Fresno Tacos, and we have an awesome uniform and hats that have a taco on it. (laughs) So at Fresno, they have this taco truck showdown. It's a big event over like 50 taco trucks come out. There's live music. So tacos are a huge thing for Fresno. And then one of the things about minor league baseball is the promos. One of my favorites that we're going to have in June 21st is coming to Fresno night in honor of coming to America, the movie. And we actually have a uniform of Zamunda with like the big lion head on the shoulder. <laughs> and we're actually turning our concessions to McDowell's. So if you ever want to have a big Nick, come out to Fresno.
0: Whoever your marketing person is, I tip my hat to
1: him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely going to go out for that game.
0: Okay, that's a wrap for today's show. Uh, We'll be back with Itzao tomorrow to get the lowdown on what life is like as a Rockies fan and what the Giants need to know about this year's Rockies squad. So if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, or if you just want more Giants baseball in your podcast feed, click that subscribe button in your podcast app. Thanks again to our friends at Fanatics. Don't forget that if you're going to go buy your Giants gear, your Fresno Grizzlies gear, or even your Rockies gear, click the link in our show notes or go to FTFBTF.com Fanatics and the team at Fanatics will kick us a couple of bucks to help for the production of the show. All right, until tomorrow, swing and a miss, and that's it.